guys how are you doing today hope you're having a nice day hope your day is going smoothly wow um some minutes ago i just had to, a, a long run and i suggest that every guy should do that it's good to be in health stay fit jog do a couple of cardio exercise you know a man's got everything a man's got is himself you know the whole your whole family depends on you you got so much of baggage on your back so it's always very good as a man you stay in good shape so you can be able to carry out your other responsibilities so it's here man to man real talk money power sex and today's episode i'm going to title it after sex what's next yes after sex what's next you know most guys it's said and it's estimated that guys spend like 70 percent of the time every day thinking about sex you know especially when they're working in a place where they have other female co- colleagues right or you are working in a place that is highly sexualized which is almost everywhere today um women have feel this need to express themselves by dressing as provocatively as possible so you see that a man um, has almost no choice to, than to be assaulted, to have his senses assaulted by women's uh, seductive dress dress codes and provocative uh, attitudes. They always, they always, you know, exposing your know, trying to accentuate their physical assets. They wear tight-fitting clothes. They wear tight-fitting, you know, everything is just to show that show their boobs and ass, basically. You know, lipstick, everything, hair, everything is done. So that is what women do, and society doesn't frown frown against it. It's encouraged, especially in the era of feminism, where feminists feel that women have the right to express themselves, and they complain when women get assaulted and get hit on. I mean, it's just like advertising. So when people when people respond to what you're advertising, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be surprised. You're advertising yourself as a sexual object. So when men come to you indicating that they want to sample you, why do they get surprised? As if uh, how dare they? For goodness sake, look at what you look at how you dressed. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think that it should be a crime on the woman's part for her to advertise what she doesn't plan to deliver. That's false, false advertising. Anyway, that's just um, by the way. Now I want to talk about. Uh, I said the topic is after sex, what's next? Hmm. Now, it's very important that sometimes men should think with their big head rather than their small head. Most times, we make decisions based on our small head. That is the one below our waist. You know, you know what I'm talking about? We're always moved emotionally and, you know, our senses are like on flyer. You see a lady and you're like, oh my God, this is all I want. This is everything I want. Um, a very popular instance in the Bible. You know, it's funny that whatever happens now has happened several years ago. Nothing is new, actually, under the sun. Uh, I think it was Jonathan. I think the brother, one of David's sons, you know, I can't remember which one. Jonathan's brother. Jonathan was David's son. I think Jonathan, Jonathan's stepbrother. He had the... Uh, this is Bible, Bible stories. I'm trying to go back. So, I think he had a cousin. A cousin, one of his... Or his stepsister. One of them. That he was infatuated over. You guys can relate, right? You guys can, you can get the story, right? So, he was infatuated over this girl. He was obsessed about her. 
you know his his whole dream his whole desire was that he wants to sleep with his his cousin i think he was his cousin or his stepsister one of them i don't know and she happened to be jonathan's sister but she was his stepsister i think that's the relationship so he, he he tried but she did not you know she did not give in to his advances he tried everything but he didn't succeed i'm paraphrasing here you guys could go to the bible and read more of that just google it okay so he was trying to he tried everything so because he was so you know obsessed and infatuated he confided in his friend then what his friend his friend advised him that okay see you want to get this gear right <laughs> This is what you're going to do. Hmm? You're going to act as if you're sick. Right? And once you act as if you're sick, you tell your people that there's no way you can get better unless the lady, the girl, your cousin, your sister brings food for you. Right? That's the only way you can get better. So, you now said, hmm, that was a good idea. He said he's going to do that. And he set about trying to work out that strategy. So he acted sick. He was in bed. He didn't want to leave the bed. Stayed in bed. And he told his he told his mom, I think, with minder, that the only way he can get better, what he'll prefer. You know, sometimes when you're sick, the whole world is your oyster. Especially if you're a kid. If you're a kid, you ask what you want to eat, anything you want. Your parents will happily and gladly go get it. So he told this, they told him that okay, if you want this, I mean whatever you want, just tell me, I'm going to provide it for you. So he went and he told, he told them that that's what he wants. He wants her to bring some stuff for him, and they told her, and she agreed. She was like, oh, for my brother, oh sure, I would like to happily do that. So on that fateful day, you know, she came. As soon as she came. He just ran, he locked the door, and he raped her. As in, he raped her. He indulged himself. Right? That was his game plan. He made sure he had his pleasure. Now, this is what happened, right? What happens is very interesting. What happened next, I mean, is very, very interesting. After he had come, you know, after he's got rich orgasm, he hated her with a great hatred. I think that's the exact word. He hated her with a great hatred. Now, that should tell you something, right? Like, our mind is our mind is always playing games on us. I'm telling you, our mind is always playing games on us. Now, you know, bef- before he he had sex with her, he felt he couldn't live without her. Did you get that point? He felt he couldn't live without her. That was all she want. That was all he wanted. There was nothing else he wanted. Then, after he had slept with her and he had orgasmed and he had climaxed, he hated her with a great hatred. As a matter of fact, I'm sure he would have been thinking, what did I put my dick into? What did I get myself into? This what, is this what I, I actually was lost in after? Can we all relate? I think guys can relate to that a couple of times. You know, like, and this thing goes beyond just women because there are so many things that we are obsessed over we we think that was what's going to complete us then after like one or two trials we get we get bored it's never as it seems in the long run right we get bored out of we get bored of out of our minds with it 
So that's what happened in that case, in that scenario. So he hated her and he, he now was like, you should get out of his, you should get out of his sight. And she was, no, I'm not going anywhere. You have defiled me. You gotta do, you gotta do what you got to, you have to do the right thing. Whatever that would have been. I don't know whether she implied him marrying her or I don't know. Now, this story is relevant to this modern day. It is so relevant till this day because as we as we guys we see um, ladies that we find attractive we see ladies we find very attractive and when we see such ladies our minds go go into overdrive you know we kind of start um will i say strategizing how to get that girl you know we begin to have sleepless nights begin to paint idealistic pictures the how she will complete us how she's everything we've ever, we've ever wanted we begin to go into scarcity mode we begin to go into one nighties when you idealize one person as being ideal for you and that is the whole that that is that disney fantasy uh, mindset you know they tell us that look at and the by and, and the church is also likely to blame by that they tell you bone of your bone flesh of your flesh one person meant for you if one person is meant for you, how come when you divorce, you still get someone else? Huh? It should just be a, a slot. So you see that the programming is always wrong from church and everything. From church, the corporates are like church, Disney Channel, uh, all this holy Hollywood, basically. Hollywood. Hollywood ha- Hollywood pushes the, the romantic propaganda, that romantic thing about one man, one wife thing. That's Hollywood's narrative. That's Hollywood for you. Pushing the one man one wife narrative so you now have a situation where you know you, you just think of only one person so back to what i was talking about about uh, after sex what's next you need to as a man i feel that this is my opinion anyway it's not, it's not like it's not set in stone my opinion i feel as a man you need to see i mean see the end, end game Think of the end game. Hmm? Think of the end game. The lady you're trying to shackle with or make made up. Hmm? How far do you want the whole hookup to be? Is it want to be a one night stand? And is she agreeable to one night stand? Now, some ladies, you know, when they try to be tough together, you finally hook up with them. They are like leeches. They don't want to go. They're going to hook up to you. Actually, they know your house. They'll come to you. They'll they can set they can come to your workplace. You know, they, they some of them are very are very evil and devious. They're devious. Especially they see as a man you have prospect and all that. Very, very devious. Most of them are devious. You know. Look at look at um throughout even modern times, right? Look at celebrity scandal. See what happens. Anytime a guy is about to get to a an exalted position. In society in career professional society you know what really happens all those ladies come from this from the bushes from the woods they wear their ugly heads and they try to create a kind of they kind of kick dust around the whole thing they try to start a scandal it is so common from the likes of tiger woods uh just name it tiger woods look at what happened to him uh then donald trump all the scandals that came out 
I can't even end if I start. I'm not going to finish. But that's what they do. When they see you about to get to the next level, you're about to, you know, they all come. Unless the only thing that the only the only way it doesn't work out is if you are known as a playboy. That's not going to work out, right? But if you have a, if you have a puritan image that you don't want, you should, if you rather have a clap a clean cut image, you don't want any scandal in your name. That is when that thing will work. If you don't, if you don't care, if you're like a bad boy, someone like P Diddy now. P Diddy is a typical bad boy. He's a player, so such things can never happen. So it's expected that he has several lovers. Anyway, so back to what I'm saying about after sex, what's next? What is next? What's going to be the next thing? What's going to be the next thing? Most times you see that there's nothing else that she has to offer. I'm telling you. I always say in my previous podcast is that I see no reason why. A lady will keep a guy waiting for several weeks or months when he's not even sure if the five minutes is going to get, you know, it's going to be something that's going to even want to resubscribe to. Why would you? That's a trial period. Five minutes is the trial period. You want to see how good a pussy is, how how good the sex is. Is there a vibe? Are you guys compatible? Is she, is she on your level of freak? Right? Now, you now have she will now keep she will now keep you posted you know what they do first of all when you meet a lady they have different attitudes to show some of them might uh, just abuse you outrightly you know they will abuse you some may uh, ignore you which is kind of very painful sometimes think of it as kind of painful some they ignore you like you don't even exist they ignore you outrightly total outright ignore ignoring you then some may just uh, may give you a fake number, give you a dot. That's a, a fake number. I've had that a couple of times. They see that you really want their number and all that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I read a tweet today that when you approach a lady, within a couple of seconds, she has been able to evaluate your, your social status, your, your net worth, your desirability, sex appeal, and whether you have any, whether you're a loser. Within a couple of seconds, just by she just looks at you and just she had, they had, is that that summary that quick summary she has summarized where you are she just you giving her attention she has seen you she knows already by instinct she knows how how you, like you don't have sex from any quarter you don't have anybody you're broke you're too old for her you you have no prospects you're desperate it's a couple of seconds like first 10 seconds it's very true very accurate and, and I think I can figure that out. It's because most times we are putting our best, our all. We are putting our all. We are selling ourselves. Now, when you sell yourself, to somebody, the other person is the one evaluating you, right? When you sell yourself, you sell yourself like, hey, babe, hey, how are you doing and everything. She has seen you. Okay, this guy, look how look how he's dressed. Uh, look at the energy he came he came to me with. Yeah. Does he, someone that is a, a, a macho, an alpha guy, will he come with kind of weak energy? No, it's not worth it. So that's it. Yeah. So after sex, what is next? So as I said, I, I, what I feel at this stage of my life is this. Huh? I feel that if a girl doesn't have anything to offer beyond sex, she's not really worth the hassle. Mm-hmm. She's not really worth the hassle. She's not worth it. Because truth is this. No matter how beautiful she is, even if she's a model, 
It's just five minutes and that's all. And you know the problem is, let me tell you the problem. The problem with having a lady based on just her looks is that you are in you're on, on, on sandy ground you are shaky ground already because definitely other guys are out there to out outsmart you and still have for themselves that's it you're not like competing because if you are there because of how she because of how she looks other guys out there are instantly trying to outdo you outsmart you I mean, many guys may be richer than me. They want to like, oh, I'm going to steal this girl from this guy because I got, I got what it takes, baby. I'm going to turn your life around. They got all the promises. They're going to flex their wealth and everything. And uh, yeah, because she, she's going to be up to the highest bidder. But I feel it's better if she is equally as invested as you are. One thing, one thing I've realized is this. If a woman is invested in something, it's hard for her to let go. She will, she will rationalize why she has to stick to that thing. But if you are the one investing and all that, she can easily switch allegiances to anybody to, who invests more because she is now seen as a prize. I mean, if it's based on how many times you call, someone may call more times than you. If it's based on the gift you gave her last uh, her birthday, someone could give her a house or a car or a ticket, vacation abroad, what do you do then? And is it even worth it to start competing on based on how much you spend on the lazy? I don't think it's worth it. I do not think it's worth it. So I, what I think is this, I think the best bet for a woman, for you to be involved with a woman is how much she has invested in your dream. You should be working on something and she should be a part of it. So. It's how much she has invested in what you're doing. You've seen it. And you'll be like, okay, we have, a, we have long-term prospects together before you take it to the next level. Because if it's just one-night stand and all that, to me, it's a waste of time. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. Because after about it, after sex, what's next? Because sex is not really a big deal. A big deal. In some cases, after you meet up with some girls, with a, with a lady, some of them will want to hold on to you and disturb you and pester you and stalk you. And they don't want to have you go because you know what I say? I said that once you have made out with a lady, it's like she has passed the torch to you. You hold the leverage. Before you had sex with her, she had the leverage. She had the power. She, had, she has what you want. You get it now. She has what you want. She is the epitome of sex. Her boobs, her ass, her pussy, everything. She's the, she's the whole embodiment of sex. You want a release. You want that sexual release. A release of sexual tension through her body. So she is the prize. So when a lady actually agrees to your advances, she has lost that leverage. And she knows it. She knows she's lost the leverage. So she would uh, not want to let you go because she knows that, hey, this guy has got enough for me. Uh, this guy is, okay, he's now, he may not want me again. High insecurities come to play. She's like, he may not want me again. 
So she'll be looking at ways in which she wants to hold you and keep you in the loop. You know, that's what they do. So she's going to be like, well, um, you don't call me again. You don't even see me. That will be the narrative next time. You don't even call me. You don't even see me. You don't nothing that you don't talk to me again. You just change. She'll be the one accusing you. Because you you've gotten what you want. Alright? And after that time, it's easier for you to get her anytime. Because really, uh, if she says no, you're like, okay, fine, you're cool. If she doesn't agree to your advances, you're cool because you've gotten her. So what's the big deal, bitch? If I call you, you're not you're not available on Friday night. Alright, I'm good. I may never call you again. Because you've you've slept with her. But that won't not that would not work if the lady is a career hoe, you know, like a prostitute. Prostitutes don't really have an emotional attachment to it. I mean, it's a job for them. They don't care. They don't care. That could it's only when, the only time you could a lady that is going to be addictive is when she hasn't really had had a large body count. And it's so hard nowadays not to see a woman with a large body count. Every lady, most ladies that you see have large body count they have so many partners they break up they have you know some of them are like that so that's it a lot of them that's one thing we have to realize that man ladies <laughs> it's you, you have to have a strategies you have to you have to have an alpha male strategy got to so in summary i'm going to round up very soon after sex we have to have the end game Settle, set out. You gotta know what your end game is. After sex, what's next? If you don't want to, I feel I just feel that if you don't want to have to deal with her again, you should set up your life in a way that she is not really ever present. She is just like uh, she's uh, how would I put it? It's just a temporal thing. Just she has, she, I'm make it clear from the beginning that bitch. We're just gonna make out and that's all let her know let her know so she doesn't uh, expect the unexpected so that's it guys it's good to always make sure that you have your so that you don't have complications you don't have complicate women have, can easily complicate the man's life they're good at that if you don't have your games you know planned to the end your life is going to be complicated Imagine you you have something in your life and an irritant that, that I refuse to leave. Do you know how how disgusting that could be? She's in your life. She's disturbing you and she refuses to go. She disturbs you, asks for money, you know, ropes you with a child. Oh my God! Where where are you gonna even start from? So that's it, guys. Uh, hope you have a great day. Talk to you in the next one. Bye.